1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to at Home. I'm Tracy Koga. Well, are you having a difficult time when people are asking you how you're doing in your response? Well, I've got a new one for you. Pandemic fine. Yes, you got a job. Yes, you're healthy. Yes, your family's all good. But you're still feeling kind of low. That's pandemic fine. But on today's show, we are going to make you feel uplifted. I'll sit down with singer-songwriter Adrian Sutherland his manager and video producer, Rosanna Schick, and dancer, Jolie L'Esperance, as they all tell us more behind the story of the making of Respect the Gift. It's always nice to share a really, really wonderful story. And this truly is. It brings music, it brings people, and it creates a kind of connection. So I want to welcome, once again, Adrian Sutherland, uh, Jolie L'Esperance for the first time on You at Home and my good friend Rosanna Schick and I'm going to go to Rosanna first because uh, wow I mean it's just been crazy crazy times um, you know especially for musicians especially for the arts and culture and somehow you always manage a team to come and perform and do incredible things so Respect the Gift is an incredible music video featuring Adrian Sutherland and uh, I wanna know the story behind this whole video and the music too as well. So let's start with Adrian, since you are the singer songwriter.
2: Well, uh, thanks for, for uh, having me back again. Uh, yes, it's certainly a very, very uh, difficult time for a lot of people, especially uh, in, the, in the arts uh, community. Yeah, well, it was, uh, it was certainly a challenge when everything came to a halt for us. Um, we had to adjust and kind of adapt to the times to try to keep some of the music projects that we had been juggling at the time to keep them moving forward. And Respect the Gift actually was a song that was already written and recorded uh, last year, just before we were full blown pandemic. And it was almost, maybe not even a few weeks after um, the song was complete. Uh, the recording of it, anyway, it started to look like um, we were starting to move into that whole, that whole crazy, uh, the crazy, you know, uh, the crazy times we're seeing now. Um, yeah, so it's, it, we sat on it for a while, and uh, the, the whole idea of the song was was really about um, sharing the gifts that we have uh, as human beings, and, and whatever that may be. Uh, in, in our case, it's it's music and wanting to share music and, and bring out positive messages uh, through our music with and share that with as many people as we can.
1: Wow! And dancers, Rosanna, you are the video producer amongst other things too, as well. But uh, the whole concept for the video, how did that all begin? Well, once
3: Adrian had recorded the song and we we had to listen to it, we realized it was a great dancing song. It just had a really good vibe. And we thought, wouldn't it be cool to make a dance music video so that became our goal right from the beginning. And then of course, when the pandemic started, we realized that making a dance video would be very challenging, especially doing something on location, that would be interesting enough to hold somebody's attention for the duration of a video. We decided that the best approach would be if we could shoot some dancers and then animate the video. And, uh, and luckily, we worked with Justin Stevenson before. He's the animator on this project, mm-hmm. and, uh, and he loved the idea. So we came up with the idea of uh, doing a silhouette-style dancing, um, you know, presentation mm-hmm. in front of the blue screen, and then he could animate in the background any kinds of designs that he wanted to add. And we kind of liked the idea of a 70s sort of retro groovy vibe, mm-hmm. and he loved it, too. So he just decided to run with that. So then all we had to do was find the dancers um (laughs) we decided to shoot it here in manitoba because we have the chroma ranch and we had a facility at our that was accessible to us because of a colleague that i have here in the film industry Mm -hmm. so we um we got permission to shoot there we hired a small crew we booked a date and then we went looking for dancers and did a call out on facebook got um, about a dozen auditions and, you know, five of them just jumped out at us and those are the five that we went with.
1: And that's a great segue into Jolie L'Esperance. Welcome, Jolie. I guess... Yes! Okay, so fill us in. What was the experience like dancing in this video? And blue screen. So you're... it's just you.
0: Yeah, uh, it was very interesting on so many levels. I mean, uh being a a part of an artistic project during these times is just very interesting to begin with how it all lined itself up you know i i do an audition and you just kind of release it to see what happens and 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 i the conduit through which it came how i found out about the audition wasn't through facebook it was actually through a friend who said hey i'm auditioning for this thing do you want to audition too and i went that sounds great i teach dance to to kids so i had a i had studio time so i was able to get in there and just kind of throw something out and again i went it all kind of happened." I found out about it, I did the audition, I let it go, and then I went, oh, okay, and I hadn't heard anything, and then right before it was about to happen, I heard, hey, we would like to have you come in, and my mind couldn't quite wrap around it, but it did, and then I went, oh, okay, so now my Saturday is going to be this, all right, and so then I was just, my forward momentum towards it, after hearing the song, and I want to tell you, Adrian, I was telling um, Tracy and Rosanna that your song has become my internal theme song. I hear (laughs) Respect the Gift all the time in my head, and it's fantastic. And I really appreciate it because I love that flavor of music. I love the message. So all of it, like the song, you as an artist, Aaron, Rosanna, just the whole situation felt like just a great big love in you know just like let's love art let's love dance let's try this new thing let's still keep on being creative and and moving forward with it even when everything around is kind of saying oh no shut down don't do anything you know so i felt very blessed to be a part of it and it was it was really really great and and dancing on the blue screen was also very interesting because you just when you're used to as a performer being seen totally like makeup hair the whole deal and you get out there it was so freeing to just go, oh, all I have to do is dance. This is great. And then whatever part of me will be taken for it. That was the other interesting part. You just don't know what you've done, what will be used out of it as well. and so, Or, or what will be valid for the through line of stuff. So you just let it go and you trust. And it was really great. And I was really honored to be a part of it and had a lot of fun. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Was there any special moments for you, Jolie? on the set or throughout this video?
0: Yes, there was, absolutely. I had a specific moment where I had a major dream remembrance that I had been there standing in the blue screen, looking around and going, whoa, I I totally had a dream. And I had to say it out loud to everybody. I just said, thank you, everyone, for being a part of my deja vu because I've been here before. And so it was for me, it was a real spiritual moment because I went, whenever I have one of those moments and they do happen in my life often, it's like a little signpost saying, you're on the right track. You're doing the right thing. You're part of a good thing. It's, it's it all just as an affirmation of it being a really special project, a special moment, a special mm-hmm. integration. And so, so, yeah, that was so Aaron. I wanted to tell you that because it was quite powerful for me because we didn't, this is the first time I'm getting to meet him. So I'm really, I'm honored about that too. And to say thank you for, thank you to Rosanna, thank you to Aaron and thank you Tracy for <laughs> having me be a, be a part of this because it really was just, it was a gift. For me to be a part of it. So so that's what I wanted to to share as well. And I physically, I have a little bit of low blood pressure. And I gave it so hard for those the the times that we did it that I actually just had to lie down on the floor for a second and gather myself. (laughs) Because so that was another, I went through a physical journey as well because you go hard for however many minutes and you know three three run-throughs of the full song and then they just gather whatever visuals they can and so it was it was a lot it was beautiful and i'm and like i said i'm really glad to have been a part of it so that's my (laughs) perspective.
1: well adrian that uh, must make you feel pretty proud
2: oh yeah absolutely uh it's just been uh, a wonderful experience since the beginning from when the song was introduced from in the songwriting uh, stage, right from the recording and then getting the mixing done and then getting the idea of making a dance video. Uh, that whole process again was very fun to kind of walk through and be a part of the decision making. And the end, the end result uh, can be more wonderful. It's just uh, such a great video and all the people that were involved in this made it what it is and made the song even come to life more
1: so adrian when we first met um you had a band like midnight shine and now you're doing you know a few more solo projects which do you like better band solo or is it all both good
2: well i mean there's some there's some there's some good that comes with uh both both uh, sides the solo and the full band Uh, there's also some other stuff that. I guess not so good stuff that may come along uh with both sides of it i I missed i missed the band Mm -hmm. um performing with the band traveling with the band uh when i first started stepping away from the band again uh it was was a little bit nerve-wracking to to get up on stage by myself Mm -hmm. uh, because i no longer i felt really naked you know up there by myself again and it was just me and nobody else and everyone was you know watching so <clears throat> but it's been good, you know. I like the 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 ability to to, to go out and branch out on my own and create music, uh, you know, that me may, perhaps maybe I feel is not isn't quite uh, in the vein of Midnight Shine style. Um, kind of, mm-hmm. you know, gives me that ability and that freedom, uh, and also to work and collaborate with other people that uh, are interested in wanting to work with me. It's just been a a real wonderful experience, I think, uh, and a good learning experience for me as well. Um, And, yeah, I want to continue working as a solo artist for a little while, uh, since I can't get together with my band anyway for any (laughs) time soon, it seems.
1: Yeah, no, very, very true. And, you know, maybe a question for both Adrian and Rosanna is sort of where music is going. And especially in these times, I guess, Rosanna, to release a video that is fun, that's full of hope and respect, You know, especially right now where respect (laughs) is maybe a forgotten word. How important is it to keep on doing these things and sending out these messages?
3: Oh, I think it's very important to be sending out positive messages today. As we all know, it's been a really challenging year for everybody, no matter what industry you work in. It's been particularly hard in the arts um, for Mm -hmm. musicians and artists who are used to touring and who need that interaction with fans in order to advance, you know, advance their career. And, um, and it's just been, you know, a lot of hard times for people. So to see something happy and bright and positive and fun and upbeat, like we've been getting a lot of messages from fans and friends who are saying the video, you know, brings a smile to their face. And, you know, they played it for their mother and their mother loved it. And, you know, it reminded their cousin of like the 1970s. And so it's been a lot of really Fun, positive messages, and it feels really good to be able to have that um, kind of impact on people at a time like this.
1: Yes. Oh, and Jolie is a perfect example of being part of something like that. Mentally, it makes such a big difference, right, Jolie?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 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 I. My preference is to be involved in projects that are uplifting, that are going to be. Um, you know, supporting people in finding their joy, you know, and finding places to go, all right, I bring your heart up, you know, expand your ability to to bring your heart to situations and, and also know that there's other people too around who have that same, you know, to get into a community of people who really want to also do that, you just you shore each other up and we all rise together and that's that's something that I find very important. So that's why I think this song and its message and everything is so exactly what we need to hear right now. Just respect the gifts that you have, what's what's flowing around you, and and enjoy it and share it. And I that's yeah, that's why I was really happy to be a part of this project for sure. Aww.
1: well, and to wrap things up, Adrian, to you, um, you know, you live in a remote community and you've done so much for yourself. Obviously, a role model um the power of music and how do you explain that and share that with the young people today and the importance of it too
2: i guess first and foremost i uh, i would probably start with uh, music for me has always been a way to to kind of get through some of the more you know more challenging things that uh i have to endure growing up in such a you know, far remote community in the north uh that has its own set of challenges and uh you know i've used that um as an outlet i used it to um kind of help myself uh you know kind of uplift lift myself out of some of the situations that i had to to grow up in and experience and even today like uh, there's a lot of things that i'm still encountering by you know by living here and it's it's really it's really difficult and i think music is always for me it's something i get to go and do and to express myself to, ex- to express my emotions to express what's what I'm feeling and just get rid of that you know and get it out there and put it out into the world um, that's such an important thing is to express what 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 someone is feeling and, and not keeping those things in um, you know and, and it's also a way for me now' um, you know it's been it's been a real grind for the last 10 years and uh, um and, and it's starting to, to be, it, it, to me, I can kind of see um, how far I've come now with the music. And when you look back and you, and you look at, oh, wow, you know, I didn't realize how much ground we covered in the last 10 years. But, man, it really is a lot. And we've been able to come this far now. Um, it You know, it's, it is a difficult industry to, to survive. And even more so now, it's just, you know, it's it's almost impossible to kind of to look ahead and to see any kind of positive um things on the horizon but uh you know i r- remain optimistic and continuing to you know make sure music is a big part of my life still today i mean i come out here every day and i do music um i'm at home so uh, that you know there's a good balance there right now and uh, i feel like i'm in a really comfortable place
1: Yeah and we love your new studio it, uh, yeah like uh, rosanna was filling us in so that's your own recording studio uh, turned it into a, like, a trailer, now recording studio, so you're well on your way. And you know what? Thank you so much for sharing your gift. Uh, it's Respect the gift. We'll show you the video for sure. The video is spectacular. Thank you, Rosanna, as always. Amazing work. And let's keep in touch. And maybe, you know, one day filming will obviously start again. And Adrian will be coming back to Winnipeg for a concert. And Jolie and I will be in the audience dancing. <laughs> 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 oh well thank you so much everybody. Enjoy your day. Respect the gift, Adrian Sutherland and Rosanna Schick Dynamite Duo. Okay, thank you so much.
4: What's up? Ooh, say what, say what, say what? Girl, you know what's up.
1: back to Hugh at home. We want to give a big shout out to Adrian and his crew for the making of that great video, Respect the Gift. For more information, you can check them out at midnightshineonline.com. Now, coming up next, we have a brand new series featuring Robin Priest, and we all know the great work that Robin Priest Live Your Truth does for peer support. In this series, though, Robin is talking about getting your human back on. So we sit down with Jacob Kaufman, and he gives us an inside look at homelessness. Welcome to another edition of Let's Get Our Human Back Again with our host, Robin Priest. And this one is going to be, well, let's just say, Robin, I think this one's going to hit home, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, okay. <crazy>. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, again, it's all about getting our own human feelings back, treating people like people and just loving everybody for who they are and accepting everybody. So Robin, once again, I am going to throw it over to you to talk a little bit about what we're going to be talking about today and introduce your special guest. Uh, hi, everyone.
5: Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to be here again. I'm super excited that uh, you've taken on this series of just let's get our human back on, because for me, um, it really is about, let's be in conversation with people. Let's hear their stories. And let's realise that so many people are dealing with things uh, around their mental health. And some days, it's great. And some days, it's uh, not as good as it could be. And I think being able to have conversations and Hear from people who have gone through some tougher times, um, and are doing things to kind of give back to the community and, and support us all, and I, I just love the fact that um, we've got Jacob Kaufman today, who who does some work with my company, Robin Priest, Live Your Truth, and is just one of those super real guys that just tells it how it is. So. Jacob, I want to throw it to you to just share some of who you are, some of what you've gone through and and what you're up to these days because I think you're an inspiration.
4: Hi, thank you for having me. My name is Jacob Kaufman and I am the director of Common Sense for Robin Priest Live Your Truth. and the reason I took that uh, title is because I just have a common sense way of dealing with people. Um, I look at people as people. Yeah. So I live in Winnipeg now. I'm originally from Vancouver. Um, where to begin? I I grew up in the foster system in the mid eighties and early nineties in BC, and it. It was not a very pleasant uh, experience. Back then, there was no... Children had no voice in care. And I know we hear horror stories about today, but it, it's gotten it a smidgen better. Um, it, it was just misery. I, I was taken to a foster home that had very deeply religious beliefs, and I was... <clears throat> i was beaten because i didn't follow those beliefs everything about me was stripped away and the the foster parents tried to reprogram me to be what they wanted and i just i i wouldn't have any of it i eventually ran away from home when i was young i ended up on hastings street and granville street in downtown vancouver Where I became a heroin addict and worked as an underage sex worker, uh, child sex worker. Um, From there, one day, I was just looking at myself in the mirror and I decided I'm going to die. I can't do this. I was 20 years old and I decided that's enough. So I packed up everything and moved to Winnipeg. And from there, I ended up at a homeless shelter. I went through detox. I went through their transitional housing program. I've I've clawed my way up for the past 21 years, and I'm just I'm here to help people now, and it, it's great being here. I love Winnipeg. Yeah. Um, what I do now is I'm a peer advocate. I I work with the community the homeless community sorry the unsheltered uh community i just i get them what they need i get them what they want i listen to them i'm there for them it's it's about treating people like people and what i mean by treat people like people is tear down all the barriers that we have when we work with people, when we interact with people, even when we talk to people, it's treat the person that you walk past that's begging for change on the street, just treat them like you would your best friend. The key to, to helping the, the situation that we have here in the city and across the world is in regards to homeless people is just treat them like people. It, treat him the same as you would your best friend.
5: Yeah. Hey, hey, Jacob, we uh, we actually developed uh, a little workshop for you to kind of have discussions about that called Understanding Homelessness, Treating People Like People. And we, we run that about once a month now where Jacob gets to share his experiences and, and share what he's doing on a, a daily basis. But... Um, I want to say one of the things for me is you're just real when you talk about your experiences. Like it's um, sometimes we get into these PC discussions when we're sharing. And I think one of the things I love about you, uh, yeah, I can see your face. (laughs) One of the things I love about you is you just say it how it is. And I, I think that's, The beauty when I want to talk about peer support and people sharing is uh, like you can't BS a BSer. So you can have these different conversations. So, um, yeah, I just, I was thinking about that while you were talking that I love that about you. And that's why having you as the Director of Common Sense because I think that's what it is. It's common sense, just being with people.
4: It's what it is. In my experience, it is the the best way to communicate with people is to walk in, don't look at what you see with your eyes, don't look at gender, nationality, any of the social constructs, look at them as just people. And just don't don't BS people. Be frank. Be honest. You know what? Drop the PC sometimes. Swear a little on your interactions. You know what? It's it just this PC world we live in, it creates a bubble around us, especially in the helping field. And being a peer advocate, it allows it allows you to to back up what you say. So you don't walk into a situation and and just like you said just be pc and bs people because they they're gonna know and you're not helping anyone if you do that it's i have hope for everyone
1: and oh sorry um (laughs) sorry so much of what of what you say is so true so i want to kind of maybe get your spin on things right now in the middle of COVID and the pandemic isolation and homelessness is a very very big problem and especially when it's like minus 40 outside how and you like so how can we start the ball rolling and helping these people
4: The best thing I can suggest is to walk by someone. When you see someone asking for something on the street, say, hi, what's your name? I have a loony. Oh, I don't have any change. Kate, you know what? How are you today? Just open up the conversation. Um, also, don't, don't look at people as hopeless. They, they're not hopeless. No one's ever hopeless in this world. It's, it's in the back of our heads always that there must be something better. And when we decide, that's when we're going to thrive. So in this field, in the helping field, in the homeless field, uh, we look at it as what can we give this person to make their life better? And we do not look at what is this is person trying to say that will make their life better. So self-determination is key. Honestly, just talk to people. That is 100% what I can say. Just talk to people without barriers, without fear, without any preconceived ideas about people on the street. Mm -hmm. It'll blow your mind the amazing conversations you have with people.
1: And how did you meet Robin? Robin.
4: I, well, I started my job at Main Street Project uh year and a bit ago, and I, I took Robin's course. And from there, we've just formed this amazing friendship and partnership, and I'm very excited to see where it goes in the future.
1: Wow. What do you say to that, Robin?
5: Um... I I think I lead this very, very privileged life. I run these courses and I meet these phenomenal people. Um, You know, one of the other people we were talking to today, Jana, someone else we're going to talk to, Amanda, Jacob, These, and many, many others that we won't get to have a conversation here. And we just create these bonds of we maybe haven't gone through the same stuff but we've gone through some experiences of stigma and discrimination because we stand up and go, "Hello, I have a mental health issue," and and being able to have the conversations just creates a camaraderie ship that it's hard to describe to maybe people that haven't gone through some of those things. And uh, I just see, I just see people shine in those courses. When they get that, they're awesome, regardless of the circumstances. They're just awesome. And so I have this great job of saying to people, what do you want to do in this world? Let's go after it and do it. And and Jacob's a great example. He's now running this course with us. He's running some of the peer training with us and bringing his expertise of living on the streets and, um, you know, previously being addicted to heroin and, and getting, getting to a place where, you know, even when he thinks about it, cause there's tough times we've chatted. I hope that's okay to say that Jacob, we've chatted yes. lately about, oh, I just feel like doing this again and, and being able to be in these amazing conversations that, um, you know, Jacob's like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to go back there. I might feel like it, but I'm not going back there. And this is how I can share with the world and make a difference. And I think it's just supporting people to... Everyone's amazing. Everyone has these amazing strengths and skills. And, like, sometimes people just don't see it for themselves. And having a chat... Can have someone see that for themselves and change the trajectory of
1: their life. Wow, Jacob! I just want to ask you to—you're married, correct—and have a family.
4: I am. Yep. So it's, I.
1: <laughs> I'm, hey! I mean, that's that's like you know the happiest ending to uh, you know to a story. But before we go and to wrap things up, what do you want to do in the future? To show your fat. Oh, beautiful! What? Sometimes. Yes, amazing. So, what do you want to say to them? And and what kind of future do you hope to build for them?
4: Man, I tell you, I truth is, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have the wife and kids and the home. I I should have been dead, and a statistic years ago. I just want my daughter to, to do what she's doing. Um, she wants to follow in my footsteps in helping people. And it's, it's just, just, thank you. I just wanna say thank you to both Kelly and Kenzie. Thank you for just giving me everything.
1: Oh, well, we all thank you, Jacob. It's a wonderful story. Yeah. And we wish you and your wife and your daughter all the happiness and all the best. Thank you so much for sharing. And thank you, Robin, as always. It's been a pleasure.
5: Thanks, everyone.
1: I want to give a very special thank you to all of our guests on today's show and leave you with this question. When was the last time you went dancing and with who? We want to know, so send us an email to hello at you.com or message us on Facebook and Instagram at You. But for now, stay safe and stay healthy. And we'll see you next time on Hugh at Home.
3: This has been a production of I Like You.com. podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company.
0: Hi, this is Candace Sampson, the voice behind What She Said. My show is your destination for stories that not only entertain, but also educate and empower. Every week, I spotlight strong female voices from across Canada. Women who are changing the narrative and driving change. Don't miss out on these inspiring episodes. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, or head over to whatshesaidtalk.com. What She Said can also be heard on blasttheradio.com, Mondays at 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. That's blasttheradio.com. It's time to dive into the stories that truly matter.